first thing they heard today. <laughs> Are you guys ready to start the show? Not as ready as I'll ever be. All right. I got I to do some scrolling. I got to do some scrolling. Here we are. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. How you doing, Green? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing pretty, pretty fantastically. It's a sexy ass mug there. You like that mug? I had to turn. I had to turn the light off just so you could see what the hell the mug was. <laughs> that is a oh, sexy is that new one. I have the old one, not the new one. I happen to have the new, the uh, old one right here. So what we need to do is we need to get an actual like water, like a pressure cannon thing that can cut yep. things perfectly in half, split our mugs and stick them together, which makes <laughs> zero sense when you take into account. Um, there, it's only on one side. By the powers combined. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could go like straight down the middle here. And I could have next to a pod for gamers. Oh, and then have whatever the new one is on the other side or the old one. I'm with it. So I really feel like I don't need to introduce you now. <laughs> but guys, it's the powerful. It's the beautiful Revs Fen. How you doing, Rev? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing I'm doing well. I am uh I had some good barbecue earlier. And I'm ready to do this podcast and talk about things and stuff. Damn, you're making me jealous over there. With us this week are very special guest. It's Rogue Piñata, formerly known as Viva Piñata. Rogue, how you doing? Hello. I'm doing great. Ready to raise the salt levels cuz yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a salty yeah. one, boys. Oh, I'm sorry. Um you mispronounced Rouge. <laughs> okay all right let's get out of the way now all right i miss i miss uh spelled my name and i got to stick with uh rouge pinning out for 60 days because twitch does not allow to <laughs> change your name so rouge pinning out was my name for 60 days and everyone i liked it me. it was adorable so, i and, enjoyed it anyway so that's what happened are you guys familiar with the youtube channel the modern rogue no. Uh, I believe you've told me about them, actually. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a YouTube channel um, where they just do stupid shit. Like, let's make some mead, which is how I like got my recipe for my mead here. Or like, um, let's make alcohol rockets. Uh, or let's try all like these prison. Let's like try to make these prison weapons and like all this other stupid shit. Um, in all their ad spots, they're like, use code rogue, R U G U E, <laughs> not rouge. <laughs> Every single time, you got to spell it correctly. Um, one letter, man. It's I, Call me for the rest of my life. <laughs> you'll, you'll never have a, you'll never live it down. No, it's, um, it's there forever now. It's there forever now. So last week, guys, we had said we were going to be doing a giveaway, right? You guys remember this? Which was uh, the giveaway was, hey, uh, tell us about someone who deserves a free game this year in the comments of the YouTube video. Um, Not enough people entered on YouTube. So whoever did leave a comment, guess what, guys? You get a free game. What? Look at you. Look at you go. Look at you guys go. You guys took the initiative, made your comments, right? You guys made your comments and you won some free games. Um, oh, yeah. let me find, 
let me find it real quick. Yeah, so we're not even gonna like do a drawing for for the people who commented because that's how benevolent of an overlord I'm feeling like today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so congratulations. Hold on, let me pull them up real quick. Pull up the comments if YouTube would load properly for me. Come on. Um, holy cow! Am I am I am I stupid? I might be stupid, guys. I might be. I might be a silly goose. Um. So winners are, oops, congratulations to, can I get like a really long drum roll real quick? There we go. Um, Drew Cheung, who suggested his friend uh, DadeGuard98. So congratulations, you won a game for him. And our friend Elliot Hildebrand also suggested... uh, his friend Brody who and he says Brody hasn't stopped working since the original lockdown in the spring Whoa. and it definitely sounds like Brody needs something to sit down and relax to so oh, yeah, Brody. yeah shout out to Brody for keeping this go world Brody going. go, go Brody. Um, so we still have games to give away though and we're gonna do that through a uh we're just gonna do it through a code word giveaway, and uh, what should our code word be? Pinata, you're our guest. I'm gonna make you do a little bit of work uh, today because you also had did our Muffin. question of the week. What's that? Muffin. Muffin. Muffin button. Muffin. That yeah, muffin button. Actually, no muffin button. Muffin button. Mind. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> like hold on. Let me uh, like get a it. keyword picked out here. have to move all sorts of shit muffin button spelled exactly like this <laughs> actually we'll do an exclamation mark at the beginning so if you guys want a game for you and a friend use the uh, keyword muffin button in the yeah. twitch chat right there in the chat yeah. and we do will, you know the muffin man and we will roll our winner at the end of the show through Nightbot there. Um, like I said, uh, like I mentioned before, we do have a question of the week this week, and that is, what announcement got you excited from the Video Game Awards, which we will be talking about later in the show? Mm-hmm. What excitement got you excited from the Video Game Awards? Guys, go on ahead and answer that in the Twitch chat right now. You can tweet at us at any point uh, over the week, or just uh, comment down below in the YouTube video. And uh, the last little bit of things that we need to wrap up is, guys, thank you very much for watching and listening to us. We appreciate your guys' attention. Hopefully, you guys are rewarded with some good information and entertainment. And I honestly think this week is going to be very entertaining. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, guys, any other um, housekeeping that I need to get out of the way for for the week? We all good? All right, so I'm going to get right into a review of a game that I had suggested to me by Scott. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> by Scott over at Budget Arcade, and that's called Summerland. I also did put out a video of uh, Summerland, of my playthrough of Summerland, so you guys can check that out on YouTube if you guys haven't already subscribed to me yet. I highly suggest you do so, and that way you'll never 
uh, miss an episode. But Summerland is a free-to-play first-person walking simulator by Fire Games and Connor Rush. It was released on December 1st. It's currently available on Steam and itch.io. Uh, the minimum specs for the game are Windows 7, a processor with SSE2 instruction set support, 4 gigabytes of RAM, a graphics card with DirectX 10, and 7 gigs of space on your hard drive. So, potatoes. Potatoes. Uh, We've been on a potato fest these last couple of weeks. Like, We've just been like throwing out these potato games, man. Which, let's go yeah i don't mind i don't mind uh, let's, let's do this you know i, I just want a game that actually says potato that's a process <laughs> <laughs> right um so the game focuses on narrative and not really gameplay so much like i said this is very much a walking simulator simulator and i don't mean that as a, like a pejorative it just what is what it is <laughs> um the game focuses on a character uh, named Matthew who is sent to kind of a purgatory-esque uh, afterlife to relive the events leading up to his death and to, ter- and to uh, determine if he is a good or a bad person. Um, the, the basic gameplay is that you walk through like these set pieces um, and kind of go on like these little mini scavenger hunts um the narrator right away tells you that you're going to be relieve reliving these events exactly how they happened so you have no real player agency or choice there's a little bit and i'll talk about that um but you don't really have any player agency or choice in the game um you're just going through the set pieces and going through the story as it is um and like right here uh, as you guys can see on the screen it's like you're going through in like the first level is like you finding pieces of evidence uh at this crime scene um for the most part the the level it's not hard it's not difficult there's not like any skill based things that you need to do um although i will say some of the items are maybe a little too difficult to find (laughs) um it took me two hours to record my playthrough i got the video down to one minute 10 seconds and that or not 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 one minute 10 seconds i'm sorry one hour 10 minutes um and speed run of the game (laughs) right (laughs) fastest speed run i opened it and then i closed it um but uh it, it sometimes it was just like okay why why can't i find this like little thing or it wouldn't like let you interact with something until you interacted with something else first um so there was like a lot of stuff that i like cut down and condensed uh to make it basically watchable um the game puts a lot of emphasis on what makes a good or bad person or a good or bad action especially within the con- uh, context of the situations presented by the story um it even asks you about like moral philosophies from specifically uh jeremy bentham and emmanuel kant uh which anyone who's taken a you know entry-level ethics course in college is probably familiar with the two of those uh, those two um very much early enlightenment thinkers along the lines of 
uh, Hobbs and, and Locke. Um, so, yeah, it, and it even presents you with some questions. Um, like, do you agree with Bentham's view on what makes a good or bad person? Or do you agree with Immanuel Kant? Do you be, do you believe people should, you know, be held to their consequences, even though if they, you know, don't know what the consequences of their actions are going to be? You know, how could you possibly foresee, you know, these bad things happening? Um, stuff like that. Uh, as we said, the game kind of runs on potatoes. Performance-wise, the game runs as about, about as you would expect. Although I will say there was a really weird moment right at the beginning where performance takes a hit. Um, I'm not sure why I actually tried twice just to see if it would happen and it happened at the exact same time. Um, in terms of the game's graphics, they're suitable. Everything is aesthetically consistent, looks good, shading is done well, color palettes are good. Not like a ton to write home about. Um, but I, and I will say like it, it's, it's competently put together. It's not like you're seeing just like a bunch of free assets thrown willy nilly with like weird art styles mishmashed together. Like it's some surrealist art piece. Um, everything is consistent together, which is nice. Um, being a narrative focused game, one of the highlights of, the, of it is going to be the voice acting, which is pretty good. Um, I will say the, and it's not necessarily the voice acting itself, but the writing itself for dialogue isn't particularly standout. Um, I remember a couple different times thinking to myself, people don't talk like that. Uh, especially for the main character. Um, my overall impressions of the game, uh, it's not a game style that I usually tend towards. It's not a game style that's ever particularly impressed me, but I understand its appeal. I understand that people like it. Um, it's more to me like an interactive movie than a game. Um, as a piece of software, it works. There aren't any glaring bugs. There was nothing that prevented me from accessing the content, which always good. Uh, it's certainly worth a try, especially if you're interested in an experience that is almost entirely narr narratively driven. Uh, the mostly relatable story that is being told is solid enough to carry the weight of a heavy philosophical discussion um especially like the what makes a good or bad person discussion and like i said dialogue could use a little bit of polishing but overall not a bad experience especially for being free um they do the, the developer um does have a like a tipping system like you could donate like via paypal which if, if you enjoy it enough um for sure going ahead and and uh and tip the developer and, and support the developer like that um but yeah, I mean that's my that's my overall impression of of Summerland. Thoughts, questions. So so when you say it's a a walking simulator, would you compare it to say maybe like a Layers of Fear, where it's like there are some things you can do differently, but all ultimately speaking, it's like there's no you hit a certain point, you die or something, you have to go back. It's like literally just like almost like like not you don't want to say like linear, but there isn't a whole lot of like out of the way stuff to do. It's, I would say it's linear. It's, it's very linear. Yeah. Okay. You, you have to find, or you have to do certain things in order to progress. It, it's almost like gone home. Oh, I like that game too. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good one for a narrative driven walking simulator. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not there's there's no there's no fail state, right? This is a big right. thing when when these kind of games first started kind of hitting the scene. Um, I remember Total Biscuit got a lot of shit from these from these kind of developers because he didn't call them games. He just called them walking simulators, and he's like, a game has to have a fail safe or uh, not a fail safe, a fail state. Um, right. The the ending is is ambiguous purposely ambiguous it's open to your interpretation there is no like replayability with the game because you go through the actions or the the scenes are going to be exactly the same there's no choices to make there's no like there's no dialogue options right you Mm. you don't go and like talk to this character and get like a menu of options to choose it's it is what it is like i said it's an interactive movie that does differentiate it from a uh, layers of fear a little bit because they do have, I think, like three different endings based on just like a couple of small little things you do differently. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. I played a lot of uh, walking simulators, and I get the idea of like it's not a game; it's more like a experience in a way. But there are some walking simulators where you do have to do more, like layers of fear, and um, I have actually was the uh Edith Fitch mm, was, what remains of Edith Finch yeah that's another one yeah that's another one um but there's choices so you know yeah it's literally almost like an interactive graphic novel type type yeah. thing just with it with it being more more in depth and actually like interactive you know like because those like even like you said like those at least have like choices to be made that can that can alter outcomes and stuff like that. I I guess I could get the point if, if it's one of those games where no matter what you do, it doesn't alter the outcome. Um, I I guess I kind of see the argument there because at least with the other ones where you do have the choices, you, you do have replayability and you do get different outcomes as opposed to just doing the exact same thing. So it's like a a one-time playthrough, which would not, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's one of those things I could probably see both sides. Yeah, I can see people probably saying, well, no, it's still a video game because in essence, you are in control of of your movements and everything like you are controlling a character in a, in a deal. But I don't know. That's that seems like that could be a discussion topic for like an entire yeah. entire deal, like a philosophical thing on video games and whether or not they're actually games. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember very specifically Back in like 2015, 2016, Total Biscuit getting into a lot of shit with developers of I, I think, and I think it was like the developers of Gone Home and like Dear Esther, who mm. who went after him because he said it's not a video game. Like he just flat out, he's like to me, it you know Total Biscuit said um, that a game has to have a fail state, right? You have to be able to fail. There has to be some sort of challenge presented that you can fail. And, that's, and see, and by his argument, Layers of Fear wouldn't be because Layers of Fear one didn't have that. Like Layers of Fear didn't have that fail state. I mean, granted, you could do certain things different. I mean, if you wanted to consider the end game, if you didn't get the good ending, the fail state, you could conceivably call it that. But in essence, it's like I, I, I think a video game is just anything where you can control a character to do things for you. You know, like yeah. to it, with with a, a story, like an interactive, like like if movies became interactive in that same essence i would consider it's uh, like vmfs like uh or yeah and then what they're called like uh, or fmbs fmbs yeah like um what was the the, uh late shift i think was the name of it where it was literally like a movie but interactive 
not for broadcast or you know not, yeah yeah things um, like that it's like now granted not for broadcast does have a you know fail state if you drop your rating so low then you lose but like like uh but like with late shift you, there's not really a fail state you just alter the outcome of the game but it's not on netflix it's on xbox game pass but on the flip side of that i mean to to kind of play devil's advocate uh, the Bandersnatch was a Black Mirror Bandersnatch was on Netflix. So I guess it's I think I think it's subjective, honestly. Yeah. I don't think I, I think it's very subjective. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not and I, I didn't mean to kind of get us on that that particular topic. Um, <laughs> the, I think the game itself, like I said, it I'll, I'll call it a game. I think it, that's kind of a moot point for uh, is this something that you should spend your time on? If you like those narratively focused things. Yeah. Um, they generally, unless they're horror based, they generally don't appeal to me that much. Um, so, I mean, take my, take my perspective on it with a grain of salt. Um, but it's worth checking out. It's on HIO. It's on steam for free. It runs on a lot of different, uh, hardware. Um, and I mean, if you really don't want to play it, but you're interested in at least knowing what the story is, you can check my YouTube video out. You know, that's that's always an option. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> the cheapest of plugs, the cheapest, the cheapest of plugs. Of plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Green, any thoughts that you wanted to share on this? Not that I can think of. I mean, it, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, you you walk. And you, you, you interact. It's like a second like dumbed down version of Skyrim. <laughs> you're really trying to piss off the skyrim fans huh ah, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm not kidding but yeah no i don't really have anything to add you <laughs> were pretty uh pretty informative sir oh i try to be i try to be um next padre oh that's me that's you your name's padre right, there we go game right. pass mobile tell us about it game Pass mobile. Okay. Uh, so I tested out a few games. Let me take this out. Stop chewing on stuff that impedes my speech. So I tried a few things out on uh, on Xbox Game Pass mobile tonight. Uh, or not tonight, earlier today. Because I wanted to kind of keep it fresh in my mind. And, and as an Xbox fanboy. Like, I mean, not Xbox as the console, but Xbox as a company. I've kind of become a fanboy because of Game Pass and some of the things they're trying to do. Um I will say, uh, at the moment, I was kind of let down. Um, there, there are a few different reasons, though. I'm going to, and, and I'm going to play devil's advocate on some. I, I was having issues with uh, more than anything, screen loading. Um, whatever, uh, like environmental loading, like the the physics of the environments would be there in these games, but you wouldn't be able to physically see them because like something happened in the transition, like the the, the Wi Fi signal dropped or something, and it would cause everything to lag behind. And so like the physics the physics for it would be there, but it would look like I was jumping off into an abyss when there was a platform or something. It was kind of it was kind of weird. Um, now I, that being said, you know my internet's a uh, hundred megabit download and about thirty upload, uh, which should be more than enough to handle that. But I don't know, maybe there's something, maybe it's my router. I don't know, maybe my router caused dropping issues. It's hard to tell. You know, it's, uh, it could be that because every time those things happened, it, it would show in the corner the little Wi-Fi symbol actually dropping. So it, it could have been that. But there's something that kind of eh, somewhat irks me about. I don't understand why some of the games that are on there that are small, like, you know, 
because there's a remote feature on it that's really cool where it's like if you see a game on game pass you want to install it on your xbox console you can literally just hit install it tells you how big the file is and it'll start installing it on your xbox on these ones that are like small files like uh celeste is like one gig like why can't i just go ahead and install that on my phone and play it through that same app and eliminate those those uh you know those features of the environment not loading I don't, I don't know. Um, I was able to use my son's uh, Switch controller to do it, just a standard USB-C to USB-C, plug it into a controller and go. And the response time and everything for for the games I played were really good. That that part was, it was smooth. I was, I tried out Celeste was the first game because I was like, you know, this is a high precision platformer that requires, you know, impeccable timing and, and precision. And I was able to go through the levels until I started seeing those Wi-Fi signals drop. And another thing is, I think I noticed that you only get like a monthly allowance, essentially, in how much you can stream. Because every now and then I'd see the steel pop up over in the corner to say how much I've used today versus how much I have for the month. So I guess maybe there is a, a limit on how much cloud gaming you can do, which a, a lot of cloud gaming, uh, I, I think almost every cloud gaming service has that, you know, NVIDIA GeForce Now, Stadia and all that. Um, and so that, that wasn't really as much of an issue because it was like 1.28 gigs or something, which you're not going to get that much streaming you know indie games on your phone but i was i was kind of let down in the uh in the loading thing because i mean it's it's on your it's a mobile thing so you're going to be playing this on your phones anyway so i would hope that there'd be some kind of optimization for that to allow those levels to load faster i didn't get that but it is also still in beta so maybe it's something they can work on um i know we were talking before the podcast and pinata over here was telling me that he tried it out in alpha and was running into essentially the same like almost the exact same things like the same good response times on everything but the same bad loading qualities and and whatnot and i was playing i tried another game i can't for the life of me remember the name of it but it was like a little 16-bit like it looked like something you would play on sega genesis and i was having the same loading issues on that as i was on the other so i don't know if that's something that they're they're working on or if it's hex like i said something with my router just not you know putting off the signal at a good enough rate to be able to play those but it it shouldn't be the case but aside from that everything else was smooth you know you get some good games on there they load like the games themselves load really fast there's not like a really long load time or wait time for them um aside from that one issue everything else was a nice experience i'm really hoping to get that worked out because i think this could be a lot of fun especially for like you know indie gamers like myself who don't maybe don't have a nintendo switch you know you're out at a convention or something you just you can plug your phone in and, and play it back at your hotel or something like that but i don't know that that problem needs to be fixed either way yeah my experience with it was uh i think i did a couple things so two obviously i i didn't think uh that doing indie games and stuff would have really shown the performance of the service so what i did is i i ended up playing uh devil may cry and madden through it and here's the <clears throat> the weird part is uh devil may cry ran really well um there was some hiccups as far as and here's the thing that I noticed with the service is that the input is never the problem. It's always the visual quality of the actual video that's being displayed to you. It's always, it's like they are purposely, they will care more about the input than the actual quality of the video than having the quality of video stay the same and then the input get affected, which personally, I think that's the right way to do it because I think Stadia is the opposite where they'll keep the quality as good as possible, but the input starts getting affected. Um, and then Madden was the exact opposite. Um, ran so many issues, and 
input was the the biggest one and obviously a game like that you know where you need to you know do maneuvers and stuff in a, in a drop of a dime uh, didn't work as well um i do like the convenience of the service like you just turn it on get the controller boom that's it you know but um I think at the time I, I was because again I did test out Nvidia at the time and I also did Stadia, and I would say out of the three, I would say Xbox. Uh, well, I guess at the time they called it Cloud, Cloud whatever. X. Yeah, Cloud X at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say they 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 still have the best service of the three. But then again, I haven't touched uh, the Nvidia service in, since then. So, see, uh, I've I've t- I've tried the nvidia geforce now service back in march i believe whenever it was the weekend of dreamhack anaheim which was either late february or early march and i hardwired my lap my little crappy laptop into the uh the airbnb's internet and it ran like a beast like it was it was really really good i don't know how far back you tested it but it, like to, from when i've tested everything yeah nvidia definitely holds the holds the the top spot right now for me in uh in the cloud gaming services that i've tried um i i haven't tried stadia but i don't think i actually need to to know that it's not good considering how much <laughs> how much everybody has had negatively to say about it but uh yeah. but yeah with nvidia it actually ran really well i tried i ran dauntless on ultra settings on my little laptop and ran into like zero issues the whole thing so it was it was really nice. cool um but yeah, I I would say the same about the Xbox Cloud X. It's like the the quality can be sacrificed in certain instances, but when you're playing like platformers and stuff that require you like latch onto edges, you can't have those ledges like fail to load. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that's that's something that gets fixed. But that's my only complaint on it. Everything else was nice. The game selection's good, uh, especially for somebody who likes indie games. They even added "Tell Me Why," the uh, the one that's like, in my opinion, the unofficial Life is Strange three. I saw it was on there. Hellblade is on there. Kind of wanted to try that, see if it got like much worse or not. Um, but I'll I'll try those out and report back next week because those are a lot more in depth games. So maybe it'll be it'll be worth doing. It's funny um, as you're talking. I actually redownloaded the app, and they actually change the uh the, the the layout quite a bit it's actually mm-hmm. a lot better oh the, inter- the, the interface on it is really fantastic good. yeah the interface mm-hmm. is super good like it has a very good ui it's amazing that that's what i'm saying like that uh, that one uh loading like a uh, environmental loading issue is the only negative i've had so far out of it everything else has been really pleasant really smooth mm-hmm. The UI is good. I, I recommend checking out. I mean, if nothing else, just download it and check out the UI. It's yeah, they got they have pretty. a play with play with touch option too. What? Sorry. No, you're well, <laughs> you can actually use a touch screen to play the game. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So real quick, I just had I just gotta ask Green, what the fuck were you doing like thirty he's, seconds he's ago? Singing, he's singing. He's singing. Tell me why. Uh, I was holding back really badly. <laughs> As soon as I saw him do it, I knew exactly what he was doing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, "Green, do you have any thoughts, questions, opinions you want to get out there?" Nope, I'm not really an Xbox kind of guy. Uh, but I've, uh, if I'm doing something with my mobile phone for gaming, it's more than likely going to be GeForce now. <clears throat> so, I, I mean, how does that can like? How would you say that competes with the GeForce now? It's pretty knowing neck that neck, you use honestly. both. Personally, but then again, I haven't touched it. Um, obviously, Rev. Yeah, I would say I would say it competes really well with GeForce Now 
on a performance scale on mobile. Um, because I, I did experience, yeah, I, I like the my experience with GeForce Now on mobile wasn't as great as say on my laptop. Um, the main reason that I obviously wanted to try this out is because I I have Xbox Game Pass already, and with it being linked between my PC, my Xbox, and now my phone, it's just so convenient. Now they've added EA Play to it. As much as I hate EA, at least I don't have to pay extra for that now. Um, so if any good EA games come out that are available, I I can play those too. It's just it like it's it's for me already having game pass i like i would not go out of my way to get game pass for this feature i'll put that out there um would not go out of my way to get it specifically for this i would rather stick to maybe something like geforce now but uh but since i already have game pass it's a great it's going to be a great feature i think once they get that one little issue fixed also uh you know you guys always talk about saving money and stuff right now it's a dollar for three months yeah, you get three months of Game Pass for one dollar right now. They're holding a special, and that includes mobile. Yeah, mobile PC and X. And, and some of the games, I mean, they have some really good games on PC. Yeah, I mean, it, it, one thing I'll, I'll notice sometimes though is like you'll see a lot of games go onto Game Pass, and then they'll be like the weekly free Epic game or something. Um, you will see that quite a bit. But for me, again, you know, Game Pass is huge because of just the the sheer indie selection that you have at the touch of your fingers. Plus. My son has several games that he plays on it anyways, and it includes your Xbox Live subscription in with it. So it's like all of this stuff you get for like 15 bucks a month. You can play it on whatever devices you have, except for Apple. But, you know, we fuck Apple. (laughs) Yeah, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know they're working on that. It's mostly just trying to get around Apple's stupid bullshit yep yep um so they are working on that i'm I'm pretty 90 percent sure i've seen that on a fucking article i think we even i think i even said it on the podcast someone go back and (laughs) quote me on that i know we did a story on xcloud coming to apple or why it, it can't or whatever else um yeah okay so it kind of a kind of a some goods and bads review of of game pass mm-hmm. mobile um the, i, I kind of wanted to touch on the point that you're mentioning with your internet service in this and and how how that's going to how that's been impact how it may be impacting your um experience with game pass Mm-hmm. And mostly just on you are not unique in your particular internet in in, in, in your service, right? Like you have a, a service that is probably fairly standard to most Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is specifically an American thing. I know I don't know how the with the with the internet with the provider infrastructure situation is in like Canada or in the uk but i do know americans don't have great internet compared to other countries like japan or south korea i've heard even in the eu um that the internet is sometimes better than what it is here in the united states um but for like someone just said um from what i've been told it's terrible in the uk okay so i mean for the majority of of customers I don't know how this is going to work for them because if you're in a, if your situation is anything like Rev's situation, then the service is going to be not great at all. 
right? Again, like, I, I'm making assumptions though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, here, here's where I guess um, is the flip side of that. I not, this is not a humble brag or anything. Um, this is just straight, uh, just telling it straight out. I have a gigabit internet, and I still ran into those issues. So, and, but then again, you know, I think it. Um, I don't know if it's a fair comparison because at the time of doing alpha and alpha, you had to be invited to the service. So obviously there wasn't as much people using it. Now it's open for anyone to use. Um, eh, I, I, like I said, I'm running, I run gigabit internet and I still ran into the issues with not that much people. Well, I, I don't know how many people were in the service at the time, but I imagine not nowhere near as much, nowhere near the amount of people there are on it now. So yeah. yeah. And I just mostly bring that up to mention, you know, I, I figure most of our audience is going to be in a similar situation to Rev yeah. or Green or I. Um, and maybe they'll be lucky like you, Pinata, and, you know, have gigabit internet service. But hold on. Uh huh. I'm supposed to have a gigabit internet service. I'm supposed to. Allegedly. So. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> you know when it wants to fucking work. That's true. So yeah, you okay, Rev? That I, somebody's slamming stuff around in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just one of those things. I was it, it, especially. I don't think we've mentioned it in a while, but because all the streaming services, it's also one of those things. Is like. Most Americans probably won't have a great time using it anyways, because using any of these services anyways, because the internet in the United States is not great for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else on Game Pass Mobile? No. And like I said, I want to put it. I want to put one last emphasis on that. Is me assuming it might be my internet. Yeah. It may just be the service isn't optimized yet. Mm-hmm. I think I, it's just, or it, and it may it may not even be the service. It could just be my like my router. You know, I do have like. It's 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 a crappy internet company. <laughs> it may just be a crappy router. Yeah. Um, Might be, yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about, or do we want to go to break f- first? Dealer's choice, man. Break, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, guys. We'll be back in two minutes. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Are you a coffee right lover? Do you need a little pep in your step in the morning? What about knowing where your coffee comes from? Is that important? Well, try Grampian Roast Coffee on Etsy. That's Grampian, G-R-A-M-P-I-A-N. And see our selection of single origin and blended coffees. Use code REVSVEN, R-E-V-S-V-E-N, at checkout to save 15% off of your purchase. All right, and we are back. So, I had mentioned earlier that this is going to be an entertaining episode. Right. And when I say that, it's usually because it's going to be a salt fest. And I feel like we should just get the salt fest out of the way. Oh, yeah. Now. It's it's time to talk some shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I know. Throw down. There's a lot of it. I know our audience likes to see us shit on companies. And this is going to be. Oh, guys, this is going to be a fucking doozy. All right. (laughs) So let me preface the story with two things. First off, we are a minnow 
entering the ocean occupied by whales like Linus Media Group and Jay's Two Cents and Gamers Nexus and Marquise Brownlee, like the fucking whales. We are a minnow entering in this ocean here. We and are krill. We exa- we are krill. <laughs> Plankton. And there is Plankton. We might not even be that. We might be like a little bacteria that single cell organisms feed on. The point is, there is nothing here for myself to say that those juggernauts in the industry haven't already said. And I understand this. Second, I wanted to talk about this because I just wanted to reaffirm our show's stance on the review process and how we conduct ourselves in the ways that we do it and the reason why we do the things we do and say the things we do in terms of editorial um, and ethical standards. Um, so last week, NVIDIA sent an email to the Computer Hardware Review channel on YouTube, uh, Hardware Unboxed, which last Monday, by the way, had 644,000 subscribers on YouTube. Not huge, but certainly not insignificant, and I would say probably worth uh, sending them review copies of hardware for. Um, and the email said that because of har- Hardware Unboxed, editorial choices not to focus on ray tracing performances they would no longer be providing review samples for the for hardware unboxed so what does that mean it means that the, instead of getting cards straight from nvidia before release they would be getting part they would have to get uh, cards from partners like msi or purchase the cards after release um hardware unboxed shared the email on twitter uh and also specifically to my uh Linus Media Group um, and others, and they. Uh, this is what it said. I'm going to read the email verbatim as it was uh, shown on Linus Media Group uh, on uh, Linus's WAN show. <clears throat> "Quote: Hi, Steve. We've reached a critical juncture in the adoption of ray tracing, and it has gained industry-wide support from top title from top titles, developers, game engines, APIs, consoles, and GPUs. As you know, Nvidia is all." is all in for ray tracing rt is important and core to the future of gaming but it's also one part of our focused r d efforts on revolutionizing video games and creating a better experience for gamers this also this philosophy is also reflected in developing technologies such as dlss reflex and broadcast that offer immense value to our customers who are purchasing a gpu they don't get a free they don't get free gpus they work, work hard for their money and they keep their gpus for multiple years despite all of this your gpu review or despite all this progress your GPU reviews and recommendations have continued to focus singularly on rasterization performance, and you have largely discounted all of the other technologies we offer gamers. It is very clear from your community commentary that you do not see things the same way that we, gamers, and the rest of the industry do. Our Founders Editions boards and other NVIDIA products are being allocated to media outlets that recognize the changing landscapes of gaming and the features that are important to gamers and anyone buying a GPU today, be it for gaming, content creation, or studio and streaming. Hardware Unbox should continue to work with our add-in card uh, partners to secure GPUs to review. Of course, you'll be, you will still have access to obtain pre-release drivers and press materials that won't change. 
We are open to revisiting this in the future should your editorial direction change. Brian Del Rizzo, Director of Global PR, GeForce. So that was the email that was sent. And we're going to get to our takes here. <laughs> I know we all probably have real fucking doozies of takes. But I want to I want to save that because I feel like we do have to kind of go through the timeline of events before we can give our takes. So this was released. Linus and like, other people that I mentioned, like Steve from Gamers Nexus and Jace Two Cents, commented on the situation. Linus went on like a thirty-five minute fucking rant on the WAN show Friday. Like it in these guys, they provided a righteous smack smackdown. All of them. I watched Jace Two Cents this morning. Um, I saw uh, the Gamers Nexus guys or the official Twitter account from Gamers Nexus do their shit too. I mean, righteous smackdown. And Nvidia did reach back out to, um, did reach out to to Hardware and Box and provided an apology. Uh, Green, are you ready? Oh, what am I ready for? Just, just get ready to rub your nipples. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Thanks for your Man, note. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to say again how sorry I am for my original email. I overstepped my bounds, and it's as simple as that. I love seeing all the ways reviewers test and report on our products, and I value your contributions. Suggesting that I would would withhold samples because I didn't agree with your commentary is simply inexcusable and crossed the line. I failed myself. My colleagues and the amazing community of reviewers I consider my friends. You all work so hard in service of the gaming industry we love. You deserve better from me. I hope you will forgive my mistake and give me the opportunity to be of service to you in the future. It would be great if you could share this with your fans so they would know how I feel. Thanks, BDR. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, your, that voice you just did made it perfect. It's, it just it just made it perfect the way they they would talk to you as far as like making an apology. Yeah, <laughs> it was perfect. It, yeah. Thank you. I guys, I'm I am open to doing um, voice acting. Hit me up. Um, so That's my apology. <laughs> that my glasses were off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the apology apparently they will continue to send uh hardware unboxed um their their review copies as they should have it um, after he they broke after he broke his fucking ankles backpedaling <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and and not after like so i mentioned um the subscriber count on hardware unboxed Right. It's it was uh, now they're at 700K, I think, um, after this whole debacle because they got a huge signal boost. But, yeah, they're at um, 664, uh, you know, Linus sitting at 12 million on his main channel. Um, Gamers Nexus. What are they at? Like six million? Or am I thinking of somebody Something else like that? I think I think it's about six million. Jay's two cents at three million. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me double check Gamers Nexus. Just because I don't want to seem like a jackass. Um, oh, Gamers Nexus is uh, 1.2. <clears throat> uh, 1.2 million. Sure? I might have, yeah, that's, I just checked it. It might have been the other way around then. I think Jay's, Jay's is up there, right? Jay's at like 3 million. I just checked this morning. Okay. Anyways, I mean, so juggernauts, right? And they got the, and NVIDIA got the righteous smackdown. And oh, absolutely. I have my, I have my take. 
we'll go around the horn here. I'll save my take for last because I have some comments that I want to make specifically about our editorial process as, as the person who, as like the lead editor of the podcast, like I set our editorial standards for the show because it's my show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I set those ethical and ed- editorial standards for the show and I kind of want to reaffirm why I do that at the, at the end of this discussion, but uh, I'm going to go to uh, green first. Okay. I'm going to start this off by uh, expressing that like eventually I wanted to get into content like that where I'm reviewing new PC parts and stuff like that. So this is, this is like a legitimate thing. And like, I get that companies like have every right to, on who, who they want to send samples to. That is their, their given right. Right. This initially felt like an attack on, on hardware unboxed simply because he was saying negative things about, ray tracing in general um even though they were wrong about what they were even talking about because they he he wasn't solely doing just like how how this the, the equipment's running at that time he he was doing DL, dlss content as well and and ray tracing he just released like the day after a, a cyberpunk video that talked about ray tracing and the dlss on the new cards so all that was bullshit and then to go around turning around and and backpedaling so fucking hard once the general community knows about this shit and like like tell your fans that we're sorry that we told you we were sorry that is in and of itself is bullshit let the apology be the actual apology if you have to apologize to someone apologize to them and they will let everyone know if that apology actually was earnest or not by you telling them that that to tell their fans it wasn't a reach to them it was a reach to the community okay oh it's saving face it was a it was, it oh, was absolutely a, it was a bullshit pr move is all it was absolutely well he, i mean he is the vp of pr you think a vp would so, be a little bit uh smarter at his fucking job yeah mm-hmm. so i definitely think someone wrote this email for him they put their name on it they sent it out the door okay I don't know what they got against them. I don't care. Just the, the whole hard backpedaling. And they have no room to talk any shit about like all this this uh, content reviews when they themselves are, are willing to sa- uh, send thousands of GPUs in the market for data mining instead of uh, the actual consumers. When, like these customers are going to see this after like not being able to buy a fucking card for eight months because they're selling all these fucking GPUs to data miners because that's where the money's at. I get it. That's where, I mean, it's making you money. It's okay. I get it. It's, it's a free market, but to turn around and do this shit to give yourself even more uh, community backlash is fucking asinine, completely asinine. It's horrible. Like if I if I had the money right now, I would switch all my shit to AMD. I would switch all my GPUs to AMD simply because of that shit. It's petty. It's fucking petty. And then the, the fucking backpedaling. Fuck them. They they're getting a certified fucking video. I don't even have to say fuck Apple this week. You just did. Shh. <laughs> Shh. <clears throat> 
But yeah, that's that's what I got. All right, let's go to Viva. Okay. Well, there was a couple things. Um, this was actually when I was uh, watching the Linus Tech, well, the, the podcast. Um, and there, he had a, a lot of points that I, I obviously agree with. But the one thing that irked me the most about the whole entire like letter, initial letter, is us gamers. Like us gamers, fucking right. Why like, you are speak you for me? Wh- like, yeah, you speaking for me? Speak Who the hell? <laughs> you telling me that I like it blew up, and and now everyone's covering it, and the fact that you have that in there, and yet you, oh my god. <laughs> You say us gamers, like we agree with you by your stance. And then, of course, the end of it, you know, well, if you just happen to change your stance a little bit, maybe we'll start giving you shit back, you know? Like, who the f? Who it's, the uh, fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's mafia bullshit. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's complete mafia bullshit. bullshit, bro. It's uh, like, I mean, I mean, whoever wrote this letter to this guy. I'm I'm not sure if you've 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 witnessed 2020 so far, but you know, um, you might want to take some you know, look at what everyone else done in the past as far as fucking up. Look at what you're doing and think about it really, really carefully. Like, should I really fucking send this out to this guy? <laughs> because EA, that's just one of them. Their countless amount of fuck ups. You know, you see them do that. And then you have all these other companies, and we're going to get to another one real soon. But anyway, uh, you have all these companies fucking up, and you see this happen, and they, they all blow up. And yet you thought it was a great idea to send out that letter, and you thought that nothing was going to happen. You thought he was going to be like, well, you know, I guess. I mean, fuck yeah. I mean, I, I really want those cards. The f- No. You know why? Because AMD is waiting for you to do something stupid like this. You did. It's 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 like these companies get paid. These guys that that, that send these letters get paid so much freaking money, and you just make you, it just makes you think like you have to be some sort of stupid to think that, that was a great idea to do that. And then, like, you know, I'm just seeing, like, and these people, you know, these other, um, you know, like Linus and all these other uh, channels are so passionate about it. You can see the anger in Linus's face. I can feel it through the video. And I felt it myself because I'm like, this actually happened. Because you thought you could pick on a little guy compared to the other ones, of course. You know, I'm, I'm just talking about, like, half a million little. You know, it's not. But, you know, compared to, you know, other channels, you know, would they pull that same shit off with Linus? Would they pull that same shit off with, you know, JC? I don't know. They probably won't because they're not stupid, but they are stupid enough to do that and think they can get away with it, too. So, yeah. And it's I mean, it was what, like three, two months ago that Steve at Gamers Nexus did his whole MSI breakdown. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. And he's just like, like that. In, I don't the, the need thing, your shit. What's that? <laughs> I don't need your shit. Yeah, he well, I he it. Yeah, exactly. That's what he. That's what he said too. He's like, you know, the only the only difference MSI between you playing nice and you not playing nice is just that I get the shit to review it on time. If your shit is shit, guess what? We're gonna talk about it regardless. 
we can just go out and fucking buy it. I mean, there's basically he boiled like a 40 minute video to boil that down into what Steve at Gamers Nexus said. Yeah, and and it's legitimately it's it's bullying and trying to manipulate the integrity of reviewers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pay to play. Like you, 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 uh, like with that letter, you made you made a lot of people's decisions very easy now. Very easy to change. Us data miners, I mean gamers. Yeah, us, (laughs) us gamers, us gamers. Our mindset has just changed, like just like that. You know, it, right now you're you're in, you're not in exactly the greatest situation because your cards are not, you know, in stores right now, and a lot in a lot of you know, crypto are buying out your your cards, so you're not in exactly in the greatest position to really send stuff like that. But you did it, you did it anyway. Um, while yeah. you have your competitor releasing their shit out in the same time, you know, yeah. um, Rev Padre. Let's yeah. get your raw take. All right. So first and foremost, this guy is a fucking idiot. Okay. This guy, it, it, Linus said it the best. He used these like mafia-esque tactics. Not only did he do this bullshit, but it was wrong. It was like, it was, it was false. Like he was talking about what, what, what is that stuff called? The uh, DLSS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he pulled Linus pulled an archive of the site of them, of hardware unboxed, giving a That's favorable right. review of, mm-hmm. of this stuff. So I want to know where this this email's even rooted in. Like, why did this even happen? Because it's it's false. It's false. And then, like, it, 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 the most insincere bullshit was that last line of the second email. Please let your community know. <laughs> well, that's no. Fuck you. Fuck you. You you messed up. It, it, it and. I, I can't understand how somebody that's supposed to be the VP of or like the vice president of PR public relations can do something so goddamn stupid, like something that's like everything that he did from both the initial statement, which, again, it's false. Like, why? Why is this even a thing to the insincere bullcrap at the end? There are stockholders at NVIDIA right now that are just f- losing their mind about this guy in the fact that it. You can quote me on this. I wouldn't be surprised if he even has a job next week mm-hmm. because that is ridiculous. That is the dumbest PR move that a vice president of PR could pull. It's it's kind it's kind of uh, yeah it's kind of similar yeah. to what that whole situation with uh, when the Xbox One first came out. What was that quote that that guy said? He's like, if you don't like the online service on Xbox One, you can just it's always an alternative option. It's your 360. You know that. You know, I think th- those like those comments are like I think like a mass like a, a mass idea going around the community is that it's not even it wasn't even uh, uh, the uh, Rizzo that actually wrote the email. Uh, I know he uh, he on, on uh, uploaded a video about it uh, yesterday. A hardware unbox on the on the hardware unbox channel. Um, and he, he did say that he has some has had some uh, bad uh, experiences with a certain PR person within NVIDIA, not necessarily De, uh, Del Rizzo. So, I mean, I, I very well could have been, you know, he was sending these so emails else. out asking where these 3060s are. And then, like, to give that email weight, it definitely could have been, we'll, we'll put his name on it and, you know, have, I'll have Del Rizzo send this out. And, yeah. you know. How busy is the the VP of uh, PR to actually read the email? 
And to, opinion, to send a personalized to email to one guy with less than a million subs on YouTube. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. Like, but but it's 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 that you know the, that makes sense because like for instance, um, I'm going to give you like a small scale kind of comparison. You know, my father is a coach at uh, at a high school here in Oklahoma. And they fired the head coach after one losing season, two years after winning state championship. But because the new athletic director that came in the year they won the state championship didn't like that, didn't like the coach because they had prior experiences that were negative together. And so they he looked for that first opportunity to fire that shot and get him out of there. It's like, oh, losing season, you're fired. It's like the same concept of, well, we had this negative past. We can really hit that sting on it. We just have to wait for our moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. I mean, that assuming that there is because there's got to be something going on that's not right because once again what he said in the email was not even true and like he yeah, said positive things about the other aspects of the card mm-hmm. and, and someone also your right. website too yeah it was you put it on your website yeah exactly green if someone if someone actually wrote this email and then just attached del, del rizzo's name onto it and you know send it to him to send out to steve uh it it's still a shame on Del Rizzo because he should have read it and actually felt the weight of that actual email. Like, if you would have read that, like, if you were the VP of PR and you read that email, like, would you have been like, hey, I'm, I'm not sending this out? Well, you not know? only that, what if it got, I mean, if it got sent out without his approval, why haven't you made a statement? It's been how many days? Well, he, I mean, he, he made the apology email, though. So, which I was mean, even more, which was just as bad as the original email because of that bullshit last line. Someone's getting fired. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. Del Rizzo. Yeah, someone's getting fired. Del Rizzo, as I understand it, he's a known commodity in the in the in the industry and in the community, right? Like a lot of these larger creators will deal directly with Del Rizzo, or will not maybe deal directly with him, but will you know communicate with him, um, in some sort of official capacity. So it's especially really weird that like if if what Green said is right and it's like someone that was working under Del Rizzo who through official or unofficial means was able to send the email th- through Del Rizzo's account or under Del Rizzo's name, then that says a lot about the the systems at place at NVIDIA when it comes to their marketing relations and, and their reviewers. Um. So here's my take. <clears throat> this is some petty bullshit. I think we've all said this. Um, this is the kind of behavior that I would expect to see out of some small piss ant indie dev who was mad at a reviewer because they gave them a negative review. This is the kind of behavior, the kind of shit behavior that Sid Alpha would look at and put on his dirty devs list, right? This is the behavior of Jow from Day of Dragons. This is the behavior from whatever fuckhead was putting out civil contract, right? The behavior of all these little pit, like uh, Greg Tito or whatever his fucking name is, who keeps putting out shitty first person shooters every other year, right? The, this piss ant petty behavior of scammers and baiters on, on steam who, who leveraged the early act, right? This is that kind of behavior. And for NVIDIA to have, People on their executive PR team conducting that kind of behavior says a lot about them. And specifically, they didn't, as we've said several times before, it wasn't even that he was saying bad things. It was that he wasn't even focusing on ray tracing, right? He wasn't saying 
necessarily negative things. He was just not focusing on ray tracing as a part of the graphics card review. He was focusing on regular rasterization. So... What what he did was he took a page he took a page out of EA's book and flipped that pay to win kind of mentality mm-hmm. of you know it's like well I mean if you want to get ahead you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to scratch my back if you want me to yeah. scratch yours it's like that's not how, that's not how media that's not how independent media works you dick yeah well but this I, if we're talking about petty I just want to tell you pinata I am fucking proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> real quick and you actually had a uh, you had a, a linus actually said that he said i don't know if you respect the real gamers who spend real money on graphics cards because that's the entire point of what we do making sure that they spend their real money on graphics cards that are the best for them he also had another one that i really enjoyed that said uh, he said you either respect free and independent media or you don't you don't get selectively you don't get to selectively respect them. Mm-hmm. And here's here's a big part of it is Nvidia, you as a manufacturer, in your email, or you as a manufacturer, you don't get to tell reviewers how they get to review their pro- the products. Right? You have to send that product to the reviewer, understanding that they're going to review it on their own basis, because that's what their audience wants. Our audience wants us to review games based on our parameters. They don't, if I wanted to hack up some shit and try to be total biscuit, I'd put on a fucking fake accent and like talk about how there's no fucking, um, you know, slider FOV slider. Right. But that's not what our audience wants. NVIDIA hardware and boxes audience wants what hardware and box is going to tell them. Right. That's why they go to hardware and box. You don't get to make editorial decisions for a company, right? Just as much as hardware and box doesn't get to tell your engineers how to do shit. Right. Oh, that perfect. I like that. That's, that's Mm -hmm. a good line. And it's your, (laughs) this is your fucking marketing, right? You send Mm -hmm. the product to them because you know that you want their audience to buy your fucking product. Mm -hmm. It's marketing. And if you trust your product to be as good as it can be, then a fair unbiased review is the best thing you can have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also want to point out that these are reviewers. These aren't influencers. This isn't Ninja, right? You're not sending him a 3090 so he can play fucking Fortnite on his 3090, right? You're sending this to this person because they know what the fuck they're talking about in terms of the hardware. They could put together graphs and numbers for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not sending it off to fucking Ninja. This is a reviewer, not an influencer. Um, <laughs> so as I mentioned, I'm the editorial lead of the show. I want to real quick. I just, I commend Steve's bravery because team green is ferocious. Their fanboys are ferocious. Um, and really in team green's eyes, Nvidia can do no wrong. He did exactly what I would have done. And this is me speaking as the editorial lead. Um, we've been incredibly lucky that, and this might speak to the fact that we're just krill in the ocean, (laughs) but we've been incredibly lucky that we've never had a dev who didn't like what we had to say about their game, try to DMCA us or threaten us for, you know, our, our negative coverage. But let me just make it a point right now. Should anyone think that you can do that to us, expect this kind of treatment. 
Expect your DMs to get shared. in you. <laughs> Expect I'll explain it too. Because yeah. I mean, isn't there a, a free market? Uh, like, isn't there like a uh, if we're doing it solely for a review mm-hmm. and not not monetary gain? It, it's free market, right? It's free game mm-hmm. or fair, fair game. Yeah. So expect your DMs and your emails to get shared. And expect to have a chat with my lawyer, <laughs> Danny K. <laughs> uh, Danny K. Esquire. <laughs> uh, so again, just my, it, I'm gonna end it off just saying commendations you be given out to the for the industry and the in the creators in the community for providing the muscle for smacking this bullshit down as fast as they fucking could. Um, hopefully. Hopefully we don't see this kind of bullshit again. Um, Lesson learned. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So that's the NVIDIA hardware situation. Uh, NVIDIA and hardware unbox situation. It seems right now that it's been learned. But guys, support your reviewers. If you guys enjoy what you're even. It doesn't matter if it's us. If it's, you know. If it's the fucking minnows or the fucking sharks or the fucking whales in the ocean, support your reviewers. What's up, Green? Oh, I just realized what was going on with Pinata. Oh. <laughs> I'm like sitting there like, what is Pinata? What, what, what kind of shade is Pinata throwing? Oh. <laughs> Rolling AMD. I got you. Uh, for the audio listeners, um, I have an LED board um, and I have the AMD logo um, on it. So, you know, because you know, I'm Team AMD. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, moving on from that, guys, it's the most wonderful time of the year. An epic game. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Most wonderful time of the. I thought you were gonna say like frigidly cold and snowy, but no. We'll talk about epic games. They're giving away a bunch of games right now. A ton of games. Well, in two days. That sounds very <laughs> epic. But <laughs> um. Okay, so it's time for a crazy deal. Everyone can check this out. Epic Games will be giving away 15 free games every 24 hours, running until the end of the year. Um, it starts on December 17th. Each game will only be available for 24 hours and will be changed out every day. Um, all you have to do is have an Epic Games store account and claim the game, and it's yours to keep forever, just like their uh, biweekly. Um, free games. So, yeah, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, and I don't remember specifically where I saw this, um, but I'm pretty sure that the Epic Games free games thing that they're doing, it was mostly a push to get people to move from Epic Games to Steam, or get at least used to getting um, get used to using the Epic Games launcher. So that program of theirs, where they give away a free game like every week, every other week, um, is might be ending in 2021 i don't remember specifically where i saw that um and i i haven't seen anything official um that says that they are ending it but just be aware of that um that that program might be ending in 2021 um but yeah guys it's a it you know 15 free games you don't have to pick all or you don't have to pick them all up but i would recommend it anyways just so you have them it's just like how i claim your library yeah, I literally just claim every every single free game that I see. I have way too many fucking video games now that I own. <laughs> do, do I really 
own them. You have the licensing rights. <laughs> I can access them. I mean, from between Epic and Twitch Prime, I have a library that is way too fucking large. Yeah. Um. Any thoughts that you guys wanted to share? I haven't seen what games are giving away yet. I haven't seen they haven't announced anything. I think they're gonna, yeah. I think they're going to be surprises, just like at Christmas. I think yeah. that's literally what they're going to do. They will reveal them on the day. Surprise, motherfucker! That's it. <laughs> I, I want to do. I want to do. Five, motherfucker! I want to do TikToks like that, where it's just like constant surprise, motherfucker, for the day of that <laughs> epic game deal. That'd be yeah. Hilarious. Honestly, um, I, I would imagine that um, they're going to kind of go all out with this one, kind of like you know what they did with GTA and stuff like that. They're just going to. Because, you know, they thrive off that stuff. So you're like, oh, my God, Epic Games is giving out this game. Oh. You know, they're, they're I don't think they're going to get lazy, you know. And when I mean lazy, I mean, like, you know, how certain services have the same game that's free for all platforms or all services have the same game. Like, you know, Enter the Gungeon was free for Xbox Live. And then it was also free on Epic. And it was also free on Humble. And it was also free on this. You know, I think if they're going to do it right, they're going to make games that are not just. I already have, you know, <laughs> ones you probably picked up in a humble bundle somewhere, exactly. like a random game key giveaway. I, okay. I see. I think you're. I think you're going to run into a few of those, like not a whole lot, like a few of those. Yeah. But I think. I think there's going to be at least like, at least two to three like absolute like shockers, like Bangers. like yeah. oh shit, like maybe like especially on Christmas. So that would I be can see control. I'm going to call now. I think I see. I, I can see control being one of those games. Yeah, like yeah. control. That would be a big one right there. What is that other one? Satisfactory? Is that, Satisf- that oh, that oh, I've been wanting to play that. And if it's free, more reason to get it. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I agree. I think I think there's gonna be a couple of like really good ones, and then some, and then some like like maybe like a night in the woods. You know, like some good mm-hmm. indie ones, like 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 that are popular, like Hollow Knight. You know, which you'll get in a lot of humble bundles and stuff. You know, something like that. You'll get like through a few but there are going to be a, uh, at least a couple in there that are going to be shockingly good mm-hmm. yeah maybe christmas day they have something huge yeah same with Most. new year's see yeah. i'm curious though are they gonna are they gonna release something that's gonna be so fucking great that it's gonna break their servers again are well, they gonna gta probably that well, let's be honest <laughs> they look forward to those days what what if that what if that's what all that was was like testing to see what do we do to fix it because we have plans for for mm-hmm. the christmas time now, uh, I, if they're going to do that, I would expect them to probably drop like the biggest bangers like on the holidays when people would likely miss them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm wondering if maybe there's going to be like an announcement for a game that wasn't previously on Epic that may Ooh. that may drop. You know, like a big one, like oh yeah, by the way, boom, here's this available on the Epic Game Store for free. Come get it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, did, uh, did they? Is it confirmed games? Yeah. Or yeah, is it okay? It's just games. Because I was thinking that like, maybe they're like, oh, uh, we're going to give out the Rocket Pass for free or something Surprise, like that. Surprise, guys. That would be pretty cool. Epic, uh, first day of Epic f- uh, free game giveaway. <laughs> Fortnite. Woo! <laughs> 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 Next is Dauntless. COD shows up, oh, COD shows up <laughs> on freaking uh, Epic Game Store. That's hell. Oh. Um, what? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was like, I made a, a weird noise. That was oh. my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, 
Yeah, so we'll see. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. Viva, weren't you on when we talked about GTA Five breaking Epic Games? <laughs> yep, that was, yep. That I was, was your first I appearance. Was, <laughs> yep, I was there. And we were also bitching about something really salty at the time, too. So kind of worked out. It's always a oh, good salt was, fest. Was it Crucible? Oh, I love it. No, it was that guy uh, that they released. A, it was a, a, pay to, a pay to play game. Oh, the What's calling! Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh sh- I forgot about that. Oh, so yeah. did everybody because it fucking. Oh, sucked. we went. We just we just went. Off. I I need to do like a best of the year thing. <laughs> that that rant, this Nvidia rant, that mm-hmm. rant. I mean, there's probably a couple that I. <laughs> uh, the 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 calling the iPhone the, calling. the iPhone not including the fucking charging port. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I wish I was there for that. I would have. <laughs> Um, quick up, quick update on the calling, real quick. Uh, Zaviant, uh, on the on the calling origins mm-hmm. uh, Twitter page, they oh, have not posted work. a single tweet since July eighth. <laughs> we have an update. <laughs> Damn, um, I want the update there. Nice. All right, uh, anything else in the Epic Games giving shit away? I like free stuff. I like free stuff too. Same. <laughs> Thanks. Got to get your. We got to go get our. Um, got to go get our dinner from all the free samples at. Uh, um, <laughs> Walmart or what's the uh, Walmart, Costco's Costco. <laughs> Club real, Saturday. real yeah. quick uh, just thought <laughs> I should go ahead and put this out there um, I am an epic supporter creator coach so when you get these free games use supporter creator rev spin <laughs> I don't get anything for it but it looks cool <laughs> yeah, that was... also real quick Xavian's last tweet was a retweet of that calling origins tweet so Xavian <laughs> themselves haven't posted anything since they actually haven't posted since May 12th <laughs> okay um guys let's talk about the game awards we got some announcements from the uh, game awards fun stuff do we want to talk about like the winners like it doesn't i mean nah uh, nah nah we're, we're, we're more excited about what's to come fuck the past we're looking to the okay future. i'm happy for among us i'm happy for hades i love I'm any games hades. winning yeah. winning big awards that's all <laughs> yeah I'm ready to discuss some of the games I'm so excited for out of these announcements. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, the first announcement that I am going to mention is Perfect Dark Remake. Perfect Dark was on the N64. It looks like they're giving it like a gritty remake. I don't know much else about it. I mean, See, are you guys interested okay, in well, it? Yeah. Well, this is my this is my thing. Um, I actually tweeted about this. I'm like, uh, I was like, okay, Xbox, I see you. Because this is the thing, um, you know, Right now, Xbox One doesn't really have much exclusives, and never they, they, you know, their one exclusive is now like, who knows when that's coming out? But to see that they're actually showing more games that are exclusive, I'm like, yes, that's what you do to sell your system. And Perfect Dark, you know, remaking that—that that was a good game, mind you. The one that came out 360 was eh, it was okay, but you know, um. I'm I'm actually very excited for Perfect Dark. I actually did play it on on 64 and it was fun. Um, yeah. Hey, how are you my... gonna How are you gonna pump exclusive information to sell consoles that you can't even buy? <laughs> well, I'm talking about like you know this this game is coming out until like 2020. That one hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, this game is probably coming out like 2022 or something like that. So you know. Who knows why this comes? But you know, I, I imagine there will be more consoles available yeah. at the time. Well, at least what I'd like to think so. So, so uh, hope, hope, cross yeah, your fingers. Hope, cross yeah, your fingers. fingers. <laughs> um, I don't have to worry about it. I have Xbox Live Pass mm-hmm. on PC, so I'll probably just play it on there. So, so 
next one on my list is the Mass Effect teaser trailer. More Mass Effect is coming. A lot of people excited. And it's about not, that. and it's not involved, and it's nowhere near Andromeda. So, mm, I'm still kind of sour about Bioware right now. So we'll see more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Back for Blood is yes. oh. <laughs> this is the one that I kind of piqued my interest. It's from Turtle Rock, who made Left 4 Dead as a cooperative zombie shooter, just like Left 4 Dead. Dead. Looks, looks but, dope though. But it, they're like parasitic and like the scaling could be massive. Oh, and, they're ugh. huge chambos. I love it. Oh, that one that was like the spider that shot the goop out of its butthole at that chick on the ground was really fun. <laughs> it was great. That may not have come out of his butthole. It should have. Fucking fair. what? They might change it now. <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe that maybe that's what it'll be in the real game. Like th- this dude's chilling on a light pole and he's like <laughs> she's stuck to the ground. Uh I loved I loved everything about that because it was like it, it reminded me of the OG Left 4 Dead's where uh, you had the goofy commentary like the like everybody's just like super chill relaxed and like laid back but still killing everything around them but like I, the, I, yeah. that gigantic tank looking thing at the end that looked like it was twenty foot tall. Uh-huh. I like that it took a lot of the aspects of uh, what was that game that came out before this one it was. Evolve. Uh, for that, it oh, took okay. a lot of the environmental, environmental, uh, like you know, the big ass zombie literally destroying the environment as it's going. I like that. It's oh, uh, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was I like that they took that aspect and put it into this game. So if I if I'm what I'm kind of hoping is that like for example that big zombie is literally chasing you throughout the whole entire map. So it's like you're worried about these, you know ads or little zombies but you're also worried about this big ass ass hat you know coming at you at the same time so it's like a, it's like a long ass boss battle essentially yeah same um, devs which I, I, yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's, just, there's one thing i would like to see if uh if they could uh i wanted to see them take one of the aspects similar to dead island where like instead of just picking a character because it's like oh it's bill yeah, fuck bill <laughs> uh they they you know, you pick your character base. It's like, oh, well, this one's better with explosives. This one's better with like, you know, uh, light firing deals like submachine guns and pistols. This one's better with melee weapons like they did on Dead Island. So I think I think that's always like a really cool aspect because then you have to like kind of build who's better with what around your team. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> I would like Another. to pick Karen. She's good with coupons so she can uh, <laughs> get the the the, the build. <laughs> price to go down whatever you get whenever you get her to the uh to the full stage she gets her ult because this is going to be like a hero shooter and she immediately jumps in front of that giant zombie her hair gets massive with the pixie cut and says i want to speak to your manager manager. (laughs) um Uh, next i I, I also uh um another uh, evolve game that's not gonna have a three so yeah same yeah yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, just really early on in the podcast history, like you guys might have to like find it on Spotify. Uh, Chocolate I, probably seen it. <laughs> probably, I have reviewed Evolved because it went free to play in uh, 2019. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, another game on the list or that was announced is Arc Two, and its Arc is getting an animated series, and okay. Vin Diesel is apparently like an executive okay. producer or some shit too. He's also like the main character. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah, but whatever. I, I, I need your opinion on this guys. Didn't the trailer 
look kind of stiff as far as the animation. Yeah. Like, am I the only one that seen that? Like, 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 I looked at it, I'm like, God, I'm not disturbed of how, like, the fighting scene, there was like, just, I don't know. just The frame rate I was think, like cut in half. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. I was like, this is not selling me. And I didn't even see Vin Diesel's face, you know. But Vin Diesel. Well, okay, yeah. Well, like you're you're saying Vin Diesel as if his two best movies are the only ones where he like doesn't speak or says one word, aka Groot the Iron Giant. <laughs> yeah, the ones that you don't see his face. Those are the best roles. I will. Yeah. Th- I will. Th- I, I don't. I hate you, Vin Diesel. Have you seen Pitch Black? That movie is fantastic. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was a. It was a. It was a, fun, it was a fun action film, but it was not a fantastic movie. Honestly, so, I was completely lost with the whole entire trailer. Like, I would not like if you would have told me right off the bat that it was an arc. Like, I was just so lost the whole entire time. Like, what is this going to be? I thought it was going to be a Jurassic Park type of thing. I don't know. I was like, very confused. I'm also just like, and, does Ark really need a sequel? Like, is no, Ark I a strong I, enough game that it needs a franchise? <laughs> I don't I think thought so. It, I thought it was like Destiny, where it was always like being updated and just like the content just being pushed in through the, you know, I didn't know it was going to, I don't know. Just, yeah. So I, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. next is Dragon Age. They got another teaser trailer for the new Dragon Age. I, I can understand why people are excited about that. You know, I like they've, it, they've been, like they've been waiting for a while for this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been like I think the last one was Inquisition, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah back in 2014. My lord, that has been a while. Yeah, and they actually announced um, this game back in like 2018, but they're just oh. now finally getting. Uh, well, good. That's good. Getting some I mean, ground on it. It's, it's, it's a popular franchise. I never played yeah. it for myself, but I understand the allure. Hmm. Um, yeah. Real quick, into someone, uh, uh, High and Big said, Ark has a huge uh, following, super active. I own it on every platform. I'm not talking about Ark, like not being like a good game or, you know, having a good following. I'm talking about as like an idea. <laughs> does it really need like a, a sequel game? And does it really have a strong enough identity to uh, do a, an animated series? Is more what I'm talking about, not necessarily the quality of the game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't isn't Ark like a survival sim type yeah. game? Yeah, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. so this would be like doing Seven Days to Die Two, the Eighth Day, or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like Seven Days to Die with dinosaurs. Or that's what I thought because I played I played Atlas, which was a reskinned version of Ark. Yeah, and like, that was so, and it was so badly like reskinned that if you went in and looked at the source files, they still said Ark in them. Like they still had Ark in a lot of the source files. Like they uh, literally just tried to reskin they, the game. It was ridiculous. And then they tried to sell it for sixty bucks, or was it forty bucks? I don't know. I, they gave it to me for free. I was like, "This game's trash. You can okay. have it back." Yeah, I want a refund. So next on the list is It Takes Two. Got an official trailer. Oh, that looks good. I absolutely love like the art style, the story behind it. The the co-op, it's just like everything I like. I just like it a lot. And it's beautiful. I mean, fuck EA, but good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, next is Season got announced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Season looked interesting. It's going to be a PS4 exclusive, though, right? I think. I think so. I think that's what I saw. It, yep. it may be a PS4 console exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it right now. It is going to be on Steam as well. So console-wise, yeah, it will be an exclusive. It looks, I, I, I like the look of it mm. obviously road 96 got announced um 
I am. Oh, I want to yeah. play that one just because of the. I mean, I, I think this this game right here is going to hit big with our age group because it's. So, I mean, it is literally just a, it's takes on pop culture in the nineties. Like there's going to be, it's not, I, I, here's my prediction. It's not going to be like this great, amazing game, but so many people are going to love it just because of the nostalgia factor. This is going to be the ready player one of video games. Yep. That's actually a very good point. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next on the list is open roads. From the developers of gone home. Yep. I'm re- I, 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 I'm excited for that again, just because, I liked uh, I liked Gone Home, so I'm probably gonna like Open Roads. You know, I was debating on putting like right next to those last three games, those last four games. Looks like a game for Rev. Looks like a game for Rev. <laughs> and I didn't, and I really regret not doing it. Um, yeah, like the rest of the games on the list, I'm looking at them and I'm like, I'm like, I'll play it, I'll play it, I'll play it. Swedish Chef on a uh, Overcooked, whatever, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> next is Evil West, a fan, uh, dark fantasy western. That's um, I, honestly the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, it's um, I'm going to start using the term uh, boomer shooter. That's kind of what it it's, you know, one of those old school, you know, doom clone, you know, kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um, next is Endless Dungeon, <laughs> which Pinata sounds excited for. That's oh, more his. Much. Yeah. It's a rogue. Come on. (laughs) There's a reason his name is Rogue Pinata now. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, it, It's kind of like a combination of a roguelite and like team shooter, but not team shooter, like huge, like uh, class based uh, type of thing. Like they really heavily rely on like you will like it. There's a huge co-op aspect. I think. I think as far as I read into it, there's like computer partners too, and um, you really want to make sure that you have a good, you know, party to um, to go through these levels and stuff. You can't just gun hole type of thing. You know, you need a healer, you need a tank, and you need this. So um, you don't need it, but you know, um, they really uh, have you uh, push deeper into trying to make sure you gain the right comp. To go through these dungeons and stuff like that. And of course the random aspect is always fun too. Yeah. Um, next is the Callisto Protocol, which has Glenn Schofield from Dead Space involved. Which oh. you know, kind of a uh Dead Space revival or spiritual successor of sorts. Which will be yeah, kind of cool I, because a lot I, of people want Dead Space back. Oh, yeah. it ha- that game has like an like an unusually large following still considering how it like it was never that massive massive to begin with i guess in like in sh- in terms of like original horror games not like successors to other franchises like resident evil or silent hill um it it is up there but like to see just how strong that dead space community still is is really cool i hope i hope that this really falls in line with that same kind of the aesthetic the atmosphere which it looks like it does mm-hmm. but it's not coming out until 2022 so it's like ugh. yeah which i mean to your point about the the following dead space it, the legacy of it is it is the resident evil of that generation mm-hmm. yeah the first one was on 360 wasn't it yep yes. yeah it's always like that generation's like og horror game because like it's kind of hard to find original horror games anymore that that have that level of of like 
sustainability that they can create sequels and still be wildly successful. Yeah, especially survival horror, right? Because right now horror games, there's not like a ton of survival horror. It's all Outlast likes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's the yeah. jump scares. Yeah, I think we talked about this. What was it last week or the week before? Where like horror games are kind of exhausting because you spend so much time just creeping around and like peeking corners and being like, okay, where's the monster? I gotta be like really quiet. Oh, my flashlight's almost out of battery. Oh, oh shit. Oh my god, my flashlight's out of batteries. Oh yeah, my the, god. The yeah. horror equivalent of a survival sim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, like survival horror it's like it can the genre can only have like one at a time. Like it, it Which, never gets like flooded. We'll um, see what Resident Evil Village is like when it comes out too. Though. Yeah. It, I mean it, it looks it's it's looking promising on if I'm being mm-hmm. 100% honest. Like 7 did pretty well. I didn't. I was like, eh. but 8's looking good. We'll see where that mm-hmm. ends up. Yeah. Anything else on the game award announcements cuz we have one more topic that we need to talk about. Master Chief's um, coming to Fortnite. <laughs> oh. It's the guy from Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> oh, and goblins actually, are coming back. It, let's Just let's like, go ahead and actually address the fact that it was uh, extremely hyped that Sephiroth got announced for Smash. I mean, like oh a God. lot of people were pretty. I myself included. Like I, mm. I'm going to steal my son's Switch um, and play the crack because I I love Sephiroth and the, the trailer for it was really good. Really good. Super See good. Mario just literally just get eaten. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> That in and of itself, I was like, good. I, Sephiroth's mine. I'm getting him. Mm, Sephiroth from- Senpai. Yes. yes. Notice it, it's me, Senpai. Notice Stab me. that sword. <laughs> it's one thing, I, well, one thing I noticed, though, like during the announcement, and they, they made the announcement, a lot of people were just like, like I, I've noticed, and this is not against Super Smash Brothers fans or whatever, but, man, they are just like, it, it feels like a lot of them are just not happy with Anything they do, they do, I want this character. Where's Sora from Kingdom Hearts? I want him. Yeah, you know, if you or, don't give them the specific <laughs> character they want, they're gonna shit all over the franchise. Where's Dante? I don't want any more sword characters. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, look, never in our lives. I mean, at least I never thought that the day where I would see Sephiroth go against Browser, like oh, in yeah. a game. They're doing things like that that you just never thought that it would be possible, and they did, they're doing it. Shoot away Sephiroth with a Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or Steve from Minecraft. From Minecraft. Steve versus Sephiroth. I mean, come on. It's it's honestly, it's like you know, uh, I understand, and like, oh, they want certain characters to show up, and this one came out of the blue. No one even thought this was going to happen. Like, I was watching. Um, actually, I was watching. Uh, Maximilian's stream, and they all flipped out because they had no clue that this was going to happen because they thought it was going to be another character from a Nintendo property again. No one thought it was going to be Sephiroth, and I'm very happy it is, and I will be playing him. I'm still waiting for Mike Tyson for Mike Tyson's punch out to come in, but I know he's <laughs> OP as fuck, so they're not going to probably him. <laughs> Mike yeah. Tyson just his 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 down punch is him just biting someone's ear. <laughs> Oh, oh, I mean, if it if it's anything like punch out, then it'll it'll cheat too. After the bell <laughs> rings, it will punch you. Which is exactly oh. what Tyson did. Yeah. So that's the game awards um, and all the announcements. Um, also, it was a good show. It was a good show too. Honestly. Yeah. So I don't have a I don't have a topic uh, topic card for this, but we're just going to get into. Um, we mentioned Cyberpunk's release. 
uh, last yes. week. Mm. It's been an interesting week for Cyberpunk mm. fans. Mm. Um, I just want to. I just. I'm gonna get on my. I'm gonna get on my high horse. <clears throat> Whoa, oh, boy! Whoa! Oh, <laughs> Calm down! Calm down, horsey. <laughs> this is why you don't pre-order games. We've said it before on the show. We've said it multiple times in the show. Don't pre-order your fucking games. You don't know what. It, do you go? Do you pre? Maybe this is a bad example. To say, do you pre-order for your pizza? But <laughs> you don't. No. <laughs> You pay with a card, you do. <laughs> if you order online, you pre you prepay. Um, <laughs> but oh, yeah, there's a reason when the pizza person shows up, they flip the lid for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's your pizza. You like to pre-order? You want to buy it now? <laughs> so, Cyberpunk did release a statement on on Monday, uh, yesterday, the fourteenth, uh, explaining that there are going to be a few patches coming in January and February. Yeah, um, this is mainly geared to the PlayStation Four and Xbox One base users. Yeah, those uh, those consoles. Game, are... Yeah, apparently the the game's not running very well on those consoles. I've had heard horrible reviews and i've heard great reviews on on different systems um i I mean you do have to realize it is a next gen game on a last gen console if you're running a ps4 base Mm -hmm. um so i mean on my aspect i feel like this could have been avoided if in fact they would have postpone the game a little bit longer Mm -hmm. um to actually get like the full testing out but then on the flip side of that they've been they've been uh making this game for what eight years now yeah i think that's what they're saying eight years Mm -hmm. i mean and what were they uh, mainly like pushing that out for just pc or like how how are they not having this like you know optimized fully for ps4 and xbox one so i mean there's two sides to that coin um, they are going to be issuing refunds uh, up until December 21st for uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox users. They have to um, go through the refund system through PSN and Xbox. Um, and then also, uh, um, if they have a disc version, um, they would prefer that you go to the store where you bought the game to try to get the refund. If not, then there's contact information, um, which is actually help me refund at cg cd project red.com yeah so, uh, email so, so i actually saw this thing floating around reddit where um sony playstation the the psn if you bought it through the psn that um you might not be eligible for a refund because of their policies which i think is bullshit um but so yeah check if you are interested in getting a refund i i'm kind of of the opinion right now with it of um first off a lot of you probably shouldn't have pre-ordered it but again let's just be on my high horse here um it i don't know it just was an overhyped thing i was kind of half expecting this i understand on those base consoles that yeah it was probably not going to be the best experience that you're probably going to want to play it on pc or on a new on next gen console but um i mean pc's having issues too yeah like, pc's there's, having there's a lot of bugs too yeah which i mean it's to be expected it just came out i, I heard a lot of people said the witcher 3 had bugs when it came out too mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. as long as they're actively 
aware of these bugs and genuinely you know announcing that there's going to be patches coming i mean i i would say at least give them a chance to rectify that but i mean you also paid full price for a triple a game so i mean you gotta you gotta find where you personally have that line that's been crossed to get that refund i mean yeah i, I think it's personally yeah. i'm sorry if it if for me on pc i would wait but i mean like i get it if playstation 4 based players you know they can't you know necessarily not everyone's gonna be able to afford a top line pc to run a game so i mean yeah no um um when it comes to like i think it's a it's like it's blown up now because again as we mentioned this game has been in development for however long and obviously uh intended for current generation I, I don't know if that was the name of attention or they were whatever. The majority of the people who are buying this game, I would like to think the majority are current generation or previous generation console uh, holders. I would imagine uh, that's probably why it's blown up so much. But the thing is, like from what I've been seeing, as far as like the screenshots and videos of this stuff, it's. And their response also, like, you know, was it they, they, I'm not sure that this is what they exactly said, but they don't know if they spent enough time or we didn't spend enough time on the, the, the previous generation or something like that. Uh, I don't know the quote. Um, I, saw, I just saw it not, not too long ago, but it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's how I feel about like Halo Infinite, Infinite when it comes out. It shouldn't be released on the, current generation and just, just be exclusive and just kind of focus on that so then you can just you know push out the product and stuff i know it's going to screw over people that have xbox ones and stuff but you know well realistically it, it yeah. kind of feels like this game should have been pushed back once more oh, like yeah. green said but specifically for you know that specifically not uh, that, that let, let me rephrase it should have been pushed back because it should have not been a next-gen console early launch like like mm-hmm. it is it should have been pushed back to meet the they could meet the demands of the newer generation consoles and just sell it to newer generation consoles because like some of the stuff i've seen is so poorly like so poorly done that it's like it's if if i was on train on the train to play that game i would have been furious and a lot of people are and it's like you know yeah you could say like there there are in like on pc and stuff like green said you know when there are bugs there are to be expected you know it it happens it because there are just some, there's only so much a testing team can do, right? Like, mm-hmm. shit slips through the cracks. That's understandable. But to see what has happened to these previous gen consoles, it should have. I mean, they had already pushed it back so many times. Mm-hmm. Might as well push it back again and say, listen, you know, we're going to wait until the demand is is met for the next gen consoles, so we can go ahead and just push it out to them. Because the previous gen consoles just can't effectively run it. Also, another thing I also thought of too is like. I've actually had, um, I was I think it was between uh, PS3 and PS4. Um, there's been games that came out in both systems that never was that bad. Uh, um, yeah. There have been graphical differences, yes. From here, but as far here. as that, it's like the the it's it's I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I, I feel sorry. This is why I wanted to wait for the game to come out. Um, 
but I didn't think it was going to be this bad. That was just going to be a, a slight graphical difference, and then that's it. I didn't know it was going to be, you know, to this extent. Well, and, and I'll say, you know, I mean, we can sit here and, and chop it up to this is what they should have done, that's what they should have mm-hmm. done. They probably recognize the same things that we do. Yeah. Um, but like Cam Newton says, you know, hindsight's 50-50. So. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, I mean, th- that's the thing I want to stress the most, though. It's like they did market this game for, you know, PS4, Xbox One with a full price tag. So th- when they marketed it for PS4 and P- Xbox One, they never mentioned anything about uh, X or Pro. No. They said PS4. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying for, you know, the full price for this AAA game, it better run as advertised, at least look like it runs like advertised. Like, I get that it's old gen. But you know, the difference is astronomical. I can see it, why people are pissed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 un it, it's unjustified. Like they're like like we were saying, you know, like Pinata was saying, there were graphical differences in the last time that the gins jumped from the three to the four, or the two to the well, the two to three is a different story. Three to the four, uh, but they were like this, you know, and then compared to now, where the graphical difference in Cyberpunk is, I can't even actually fit this on the screen. It's mm-hmm. that bad. Like it it runs like one of those like. Uh, indie games that are designed to look like a PS2 game. It's just like it was yeah. because because uh, um, there, I mean, there's a, there's been a couple games like uh, for example, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creeds in the past where they both released in uh, PS4 and, or PS3 and PS4 at the same time, and there, all the difference was really was graphical difference, and that's it. Uh, gameplay still uh, kept intact, and as far as I remember, I mean, again, this is so far back, but I don't remember it being like this. So that's where that's where I understand the uh, where people are pissed off about. It's like we know, yes, there's limitations with this the older hardware, but it is not this much. I so mean, this I is- I should also clarify um, the what I what I have stated has not. Uh, been a review of the ga- actual gameplay for the audio listeners. Um, it is just the fact that the quality of the game on PS4, Xbox One is not up to par. Um, this in no way is reviewing the actual gameplay. Um, from what I've seen of it, it looks like a fantastic game yeah. on PC. So, like, once I actually get my hands on it, I'll actually do like a full like I like this game or I don't like this game. Yeah, I'm just speaking from a a perspective of the PS4 Xbox purchasers that you know I I understand the frustration that they're having right now. So yeah, so I think we should. I'm looking at our time here. We're running a bit long. <laughs> um, let's go on ahead and uh, start wrapping up the show. Um, I'm gonna draw our winners for the giveaway. Yeah. While I'm doing that. Mr. Pinata, tell the kind of folks out there who don't know who you are, who you are, what you do, and where people can find you. Uh, well, I am a, um, I would like to say I'm a strictly roguelike uh, game streamer type of thing, you know, so Hades, Enter the Gungeon, Not Rouge, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I do tend to play right now. I'm kind of just kind of, you know, going into, like, a lot of Pokemon stuff right now, like Pokemon TCG Online. So if you're a fan of that, um, I do a lot of unboxings and just kind of learning to how to play it. Um, 
But yeah, uh, my my big thing is rogues, you know, or rouges and stuff. So you can find me Please, at Rouge Lights. <laughs> Rouge Lights, yes. Uh, you can find me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash rogue pinata. Um, be happy to see you there. Excellent. Excellent, guys. Uh, links are always in the description of the episode. Um, shout out or is in the um, Twitch live chat right now. We have our three winners for the uh, pair of giveaways. Um, once once again, congratulations to our uh, winners from YouTube, uh, Elliot and um, I, I can't remember. The, it was another person with a with a YouTube name. Uh, oh shit! What was that name? I. I had it on the tip of my tongue, and then I lost it. Anyways, congratulations to those guys. They won a pair of games, one for themselves and one to give to their friends. Um, and congratulations to our winners here in Twitch chat, Dead Shatter and Zombie Potion and Lou Merc. You guys both win a pair of games, one for you and one to give for a friend for this Christmas season. Congrats. Give to your friends. Give it to your friends. Your friends deserve some gifts and some kisses. Guys, don't be afraid to kiss your friends. Extra crispy chicken. Well, not extra crispy <laughs> chicken. All right, Green, what's coming up on your channel? Okay, so I just want to clarify. Uh, Friday, I officially announced I'm going full-time content creation um, due to some personal stuff with my current employment. Um, that's effective January 1st, so I'm super excited for that. I'm full-time content creation, baby. I'm going to move it up yeah. to the big leagues, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Just love me. Um, I'm probably going to be playing some uh, Warzone tomorrow because there's a new Warzone thing uh, coming out, um, which I'll probably talk about on Tuesday next week. Um, and then I think I'm going to do something Among Us style on Friday. So catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Um, you can also catch my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans, Ooh. official. Ooh. All at Mr. Greenlee, except for Instagram's TTB Mr. Greenlee. So, e, that's all I got. Padre, what's coming up on yours? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably going to fight some final boss in some game called Blasphemous tomorrow morning. Uh, God, I'm not looking forward to that. It's going to be stressful. Um, so, coming up for me, uh, like I said, yeah, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Central. Uh, I've been streaming a lot in the mornings because it's just easier for me. Um, I'm going to be completing Blasphemous, but tomorrow night I'm going to be playing uh, Phasmophobia for the first time. A uh, good friend of mine bought it for me, so I'm going to be giving that one a shot. After that, uh, if I can manage to beat that boss on Blasphemous, my next game I'm going to be rolling into is called Fury. Heard good things about it. Haven't tried it out myself. Um, and then after that, I'm going to kind of just see where... Oh, I, I got to play Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy, so that's coming soon. I heard that game is rage-inducing, so I'm excited to be, to be not excited. Uh but one thing I am going to be doing uh, probably off stream, but to cover next week on the podcast is there is a new legend in Smite. They've added a, a Tanuki warrior. I think his name is Dozenboro or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he is a, yeah, he's a little raccoon that turns into a rocket. So, well, he's technically a Tanuki, which I guess is technically not a raccoon. But either way, I'll be covering that next week. So I'll, I might be trying that out on uh, next Monday. But aside from that, yeah, you can just find me anywhere uh, except for Twitch at RevsFin TV. And then on Twitch, it's just RevsFin. Yes. By the way, Tanukis, they are definitely not. It's not even like technically they're definitely not raccoons. They're raccoon dogs. They're actually in their own separate family in the canine family. Or they're in their own separate species or uh, 
sub whatever. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Danny is like, actually. He oh, hit me with the actually. actually. <laughs> I just like Tanookis. They're cute. They're adorable. They're very adorable. So I had to look up this the Wikipedia page one night while I was unable to sleep. Bastard, though. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of melatonin. Why Why take melatonin when you can you just can stay up, up until 3 a.m. reading Wikipedia articles on your phone? Or you could just, like, you know, do drugs like the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, there's Yeah, that. the Next to Nothing podcast. Do not <laughs> condone in any way, shape, but, or form the use of drugs. By the way, <laughs> both of you guys said <laughs> next week on the podcast, um, we're doing our After Dark next week. Oh, it won't true. be live. So that's an Wait, announcement. Market on the mango. Uh, we are doing, but I thought we are doing both though, right? Like we're doing the regular podcast and the recording after, or are we just doing the after dark? That way I just know what to mark on my schedule. Uh, I guess that's a conversation for after the show. And we'll make the announcement on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Follow Danny on Twitter. <laughs> um, okay. So coming up on my channel, um, more fallout Four. I actually played a little bit off stream, mostly just like doing stuff for, um, things like, uh, like, building my my settlement and whatever so um fallout 4 this week i've actually been really enjoying it <laughs> surprisingly i was thinking i was gonna hate it but i've been thoroughly enjoying it lately um so yeah i'll be playing some fallout 4 uh maybe some apex legends too um coming up on my youtube channel so i did put out a playthrough for summerland if you guys are interested check that out um and uh, coming up for the rest of the YouTube is I actually have finished the first chapter of Not For Broadcast with the bonus chapters. And all those videos uh, will be coming out. The rest of the videos will be coming out in the next two weeks. So you guys can check that out as well. Otherwise, you guys can find me on Twitter at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. And the same handle is on Instagram. Um, other than that, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's show and got some good information out of it. If you got guys some extra time, damn it. Some extra time. <laughs> um, if you guys missed any part of the show, you guys can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere podcasts are found. Um, if you guys like what we do here and want to help support us, the best and number one way to do that is by telling your friends or retweeting us. That's the best way to help support the show. You guys can also leave a comment on the YouTube video. That actually helps us out quite a bit with the algorithm. Uh, and this week, our question of the week is, what game announcement got you excited from the Video Game Awards? Answer that in the just uh, in the comment section of YouTube, and that'll help us out quite a bit as well. Other than that, guys, anything else that we need to discuss, talk about? No, sir. I think of <laughs> Okay, well, let's uh, end it here, guys. Keep fighting the good fight. Stay healthy, stay safe, keep loving each other, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Get this.